One of the things that I see happen is, let's say somebody's been listening to the radio and they pick up an idea, they then sit down with their friends at coffee or over cookies and bars, whatever, and they're talking about it, and that item, then they say, well, let's call Father and get a little, let's double check that, let's get a little deeper view on it. But also, when it comes to the events, for example, we have a group here, and they look at the faith, and then they move deeper into it, what is the reason for this? Why do we Catholics believe this? And as that group has grown, they brought others in, they've talked about it, they're reaching out, and it actually evolved into a street ministry where they stood down by Paul and Babe with a cart, with some books, with some medals, with some rosaries, and they encountered people on the street. I was very impressed with that, very impressed that our people would move forward. Our Bible studies become stronger as people hear the word and then they share it with one another. Living the Beatitudes with Father Bjorn. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Mother Angelica said that the essence of evangelization is to tell everyone that Jesus loves you. Matt Frad says that it is one beggar showing another beggar where to find bread. Are we so full of the things of the world that we can't hear or receive the gifts that God is giving to us? In Isaiah, we hear, The Lord delights in you. I've called you by name. You are mine. You are precious in my eyes, and I love you. Well, we often don't want to hear that, and in the Gospel of Matthew, it hits us over the head even more that we're invited to be part of the kingdom of God. Jesus is king, and he's come to establish his kingdom. The Beatitudes are the eight roads to God. They lead us with his gifts of the Holy Spirit to become the new person in Christ who will find happiness and bring that happiness to others. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. EWTN. Live truth. Live Catholic. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota this morning. It's been a great morning already. One hour down, one to go. One, to go. one down, one to go. It's been a fast morning. Lots yeah. of Lent and Fast? <laughs> nice, oh. nice, nice. You didn't know what you did there, did you? I didn't. I didn't know how cool I was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Happy Ash Wednesday, everybody. Happy Ash Wednesday. See, Father said happy Ash Wednesday, so mm-hmm. we're going to go with that. Amen. <laughs> I think that's our signal that we've got a guest on the line. I think it is. <laughs> So we have Nadia on the line with us this morning. Good morning. How are you? It's fine. Good morning. Is morning, it? Nadia. 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 Good morning, Chris. <laughs> Nadia. He'll be your favorite. You know what I, I answer to either one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nadia, it's a pleasure to have you on this morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm a registered nurse. I have been for 40 plus years. I'm the director of the... Uh, Dakota Hope Clinic, which is a pregnancy help center here in Minot, North Dakota, and we serve the whole north central and, and northwest area of North Dakota. Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll be talking about a topic that can be difficult for many people and uncomfortable for many. Uh, what are we talking about this morning? Well, we're going to talk about a program that we're bringing to Minot for the first time. It's called the Sexual Risk Avoidance Specialist Certification Program. And we're bringing that because, as you said, um, this is a topic, uh, talking to our children, to our other adults even, about sex um, and sexual activity and um, how to um, 
get that right in our lives is uh, something that even uh, you know parents, teachers, pastors, uh, other people, we all struggle with uh, being comfortable with that topic and, and feeling that we have the knowledge to really share with uh, other people about the truth about that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting, uh, an interesting approach because we're used to having other people teach our children about these topics because we're uncomfortable. Exactly. And so th- yes. you're taking the approach of teaching those parents, teachers, um, youth directors how to talk to youth about it, which I think exactly. is an interesting twist. Yes. Uh, this uh, program is sponsored by an organization called Ascend, and but that's the new name for that organization. The, na- the organization used to be called the National Association of Abstinence Education. So um, sexual risk avoidance uh, education is kind of the new terminology that is being used to reflect a public health approach um, uh, for sex education. So then what is the overall goal when they're done with the class um, that you're hoping the students will learn? Okay, the, we're, hoping, we're hoping that the students will be able to much better um, talk to people, their, their students, their parents, I'm sorry, their children, um, other people about um, the issue of sexuality. And, you know, we've, for many years, the main approach to sex education has been what was called the comprehensive sex education, or as uh, it's also known as sexual risk reduction, where the main approach to that was to say, teach people, well, you know, everybody's doing it, so we know where you're going to do it, so mm. just be safe when you do it, and mm. make sure you have consent, and make sure you use protection from um, getting pregnant and getting um, sexually transmitted diseases. That's the main approach at the federal level, and um, that is what a lot of our students have been exposed to in media and other places. So, so here, uh, this course takes the opposite approach. Mm-hmm. Opposite. Can you say more about what you mean by the opposite approach, Nadia? As, uh, yes, I sure will. I'd love to explain that. Okay, as I said, the other approach, um, the risk reduction model, teaches them to avoid, you know, be a little bit safer when they take these risky, do these risky behaviors. But the sexual risk avoidance approach teaches students and gives them the skills and encouragement to avoid all the risks of early sexual activity and to obtain the, the uh, optimum health by delaying sexual activity, preferably until marriage. And so, but it's also for students that uh, it also offers a lot of hope and encouragement to students who have already been sexually active because um, they, it teaches them that you can change. You, you don't have to continue down this path. You can stop taking these kinds of risks and still have great benefits from doing that. So basically, you know, they're teaching them to hopefully um, abstain from any sexual activity until uh, marriage. So is, is it a is it a, a sort of a faith based approach? I mean, is there a religious element to this, or is it sort of all sort of just the facts, ma'am? But along the lines of what you were just speaking to. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Ascend is not an uh, the, that's the sponsoring agency for this course. They are not a religious organization, um, but they. Um, 
their principles for teaching, and they, they go more with the scientific approach, mm-hmm. and that sociology shows um, how humans thrive the best. And interestingly enough, but it shouldn't be surprising to any of us, that what they found scientifically that how students um, end up thriving the best goes right along with obeying God's command in the Christian that I, we know about in the Christian faith. So all truth is God's truth, and this is not taught particularly from a faith-based approach. And this course is not really a curriculum. It's meant to more give people the skills and the background information, the scientific, uh, the historical concept, and uh, information about the research and specific skills to teach students um, uh, why they should and how to abstain from sexual activity and pre-marriage. So it's not a religious approach per se, but it would fit right in, and anybody um, that wants to teach it would easily be able to in the faith approach with it. And again, the, the, another aspect maybe of the unique twist, if you will, that this program takes is um, the people who actually receive the information are adults who then are equipped to hand on what they've received, what they've learned exactly. to youth that they work with. So it's, so exactly. it's adults who are taught. Great. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Our vision is to try to get an army of people trained from oh. all different walks of life to help reverse the trend of unhealthy um, behaviors that our, our students are being assumed that they'll just do it. You know, we've heard that approach for a long time that, that oh, they're going to do it anyway, so let's just make it a little bit safer for them. But that has reaped a, a, a terrible harvest, that right. approach. Absolutely. We have many women who have, and women often um, get the brunt of the bad effects of it because Mm -hmm. many of them get diseases, sexually transmitted diseases that they don't even know they have, and then they don't even know they have had it until years later when they're married and trying to have children, and they find that they're infertile because of an infection they got when they were younger, and they didn't even know they had it, and that was probably a sexually transmitted infection. So, And uh, the rates in North Dakota and around the country of sexually transmitted diseases have skyrocketed and uh, have reaped a lifelong consequences many times for our young people. Hmm. Well, I have, I have a lot of questions for Nadia this morning. Um, first question that I have is, if you're not a, a religious-based organization, how did the organization come to the point where they knew that chastity was the only way of preventing a lot of these issues that they're having? Why aren't they going more towards contraception? Oh, well, (laughs) you know, because the evidence shows that contraception isn't the way to go. It Mm -hmm. it is not, um, it does not promote healthy behavior. In fact, it promotes the idea that um, it normalizes sexual activity Mm -hmm. for for teenagers and, and unmarried people, and it just helps to build the myth that that is all you need. You know, and yeah. go ahead and do whatever you want, and and you'll be fine as long as you use a condom or and contraception. Right. And that is shown not to be true. So right. you know, they this organization, Ascend, has read the research, and they they can see that the abstinence based, uh, as we used to call it, abstinence based education, is far more beneficial for our students than the 
comprehensive approach, the so-called comprehensive approach, where they just reduce the risk rather than totally avoid the risk. I love that. I love that. And I think that's a message that needs to be spread loud and clear to everyone. I agree. Well, the other thing that concerns... people need the confidence. You know, a lot of teachers want to teach that way, but they don't think they have the confidence because they don't know the facts. And and this uh, course will teach them the historical concepts of of sex education, what has been working and what hasn't been working, Mm -hmm. you know. So they'll have the facts to teach with. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Heather Caro. And we're visiting with Nadius Matana of Dakota Hope Clinic in Minot, North Dakota, uh, about a new approach to um, sex education, uh, which targets adults so that they can properly inform the youth that they work with, whether their own children or their students in school, uh, those they might be mentoring, and, and using not so much a faith-based approach, but uh, sort of, the, as, as, as you said earlier, Nadia, the, the fruit of sociological studies and and other scientific uh, evidence which points towards chastity um, as as the, exactly. the solution. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, and one thing yeah. I wanted to ask you about, uh, have you seen any statistics or heard any information on children being exposed to more now that they have easier access to uh, <clears throat> devices, computers, and smartphones? Yes, you know, I can't quote any specific numbers right now, but I know that uh, you know, even by 10 years old or even earlier, children are being exposed to pornographic images and and other um, images that um, can start giving them uh, the idea that this kind of activity uh, is, is normal and is right. And it's very dangerous, uh, can be very, very dangerous to expose young children to pornographic and, and sexual imagery. Mm-hmm. So if people are interested in this class or more information on the group, can you give us some of that information? Definitely. They can go to um, our website. That's the Dakota Hope Clinic website. And by the way, um, we are a faith-based organization. Um, mm-hmm. The group that is, is teaching this course is not a faith-based per se, mm-hmm. but we are a faith-based organization. And um, But anyway, they can go to our website, dakotahope.org, www.dakotahope.org, and click on the events tab, and then you'll find information, and you can click through for more information on that, and, and also if they want to register for it. What, when is the um, the program being held with that? Do you have, it's being you, held in Minot on okay. May 8th and 9th okay. of this year. And just to say that also, just to point out that it's a very kind of intensive course because um, there's pre-course reading required. There's nine online modules that people have to, if you register for the class, you have to do this online education before, and you have to complete nine modules with quizzes at the end of each one. So that you're, you know, have some preparatory knowledge before you come to the class. Okay. So I'd urge anybody that's interested to register early. And as soon as you register, we will, um, you'll be sent the information on how to access that online training. So, and the class, the class, we've tried to keep it very affordable. It's only $70 for North Dakota residents, $150 for non-North Dakota residents. And can you give the name of the company that's providing this program for those that aren't in that area to make it to your event? Definitely. 
It's the organization is called Ascend. It's A S C E N D, and their website provides a wealth of information too. And it would also it would list other places in the country where this course is being offered. And that their website is weascend.org. Weascend.org. Well, it sounds like a really fascinating program. I wish I could go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Nadia. <laughs> Thank you for having me, and I just encourage people, if you're at all interested, and you can give me a call, too, if you want to learn more. That's 701-852-4675. That's our number at Dakota Hope. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. You bet. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay, it's break time again. When we come back, we're going to be taking a quick trip around our listening area. And are you tired of winter, snow, and cold? We have something that just might warm you up coming up later this hour. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Father Nick Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth. The best definition of secularism was given to me by one of my theology professors. He said, Secularism is where and when it is easier not to believe than to believe. Where and when it is easier not to live your faith than to live your faith. And I thought this definition was comparable to the reality of a desert. We live in a desert of secularism. And while you can't just add water to the desert and have the entire desert turn into a lush jungle of life overnight, you can create small places of abundant flourishing life. We call these oases. Likewise, while you can't change the entire world into a Catholic culture overnight, we can and must create oases within the desert of secularism. Oases where the abundant Catholic life can flourish. First and foremost is the home, the family. Secondarily, the parish. These must become oases where the fullness of the Catholic faith is proclaimed, celebrated, and lived. And I believe Real Presence Radio is also an oasis where we can retreat from the desert and be nourished with the truth, Jesus Christ himself. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A and B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 
Good morning. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live, broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And now it is time that we, let's see, light up the airplane. Not, helicopter? Not, what? Light up the helicopter? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, let, 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 let's take a let's take a Wednesday morning drive around the region. Uh, Heather. A drive, okay. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound like a helicopter to me. Heather. I was seeing like if drive. Gregory could go on the fly and wow. get me a helicopter. <laughs> so oh. we're joined by Dwight from Williston. Uh, Dwight, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you? Doing well, thanks. So tell us a little bit about the fish fries come up at St. Joseph's in Williston. Those fish fries are the the Knights of Columbus, famous fish fries. They start, uh, they'll be every Friday during Lent, uh, starting on March 8th, uh, this Friday, the 15th, 22nd, 29th, April 5th, and then on April 12th will be our last one. So um, they start at 5.30 and they go till 7.30. And where where in the uh, where at the church are they? The, the event will be held at the St. Joe's Gym, and um, we'll be serving, uh, of course, uh, uh, deep fried fish, and then um, baked potatoes. Usually have a corn or baked be- or baked beans, um, and so yeah, it's it's a great meal. And what is the cost for the meal? So the cost is uh, ten dollars for adults, uh, five dollars for kids, and then we have a. Uh, a cap for a family. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. So, how, what's the cap for the family? Well, they, they, it's going to be at thirty-five dollars. So, okay. And then that'll, so, some of our families that have a lot of kids, they certainly yeah. can come down, and we'll feed everybody. So, so you said. So, tell me again, what's on the menu, Dwight? Uh, fish and what else? And then uh, baked potatoes, and uh, we usually have a vegetable, corn, or beans, and. Um, and then that that's our main thing on the on the menu. So, and Great. then uh, co- coffee or juice uh, or water, whatever somebody like. So every Friday in Lent from five thirty to seven o'clock p.m. in the gym at St. Joseph's in Williston. That's correct. Great. Yeah, but everybody, come on down. It's a great meal. Great. Thanks, Dwight. All right. Uh, thanks a bunch. Uh, have a great day. All you right. too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, moving right along, World Marriage Encounter Weekend, March 22nd through the 24th. That'll be held in Fargo. It's an experience for the love. Experience the love of your spouse in a deeper, more meaningful way on a Worldwide Marriage Encounter Weekend. Worldwide Marriage Encounter is a weekend for married Christian couples who value their relationship and desire a richer, fuller life together. Attend a Marriage Encounter Weekend and learn the tools needed to keep your marriage strong. The emphasis of Worldwide Marriage Encounter is on communication between husband and wife who spend a weekend together away from the distractions and tensions of everyday life to concentrate on each other. The next available weekend is March 22nd through the 24th in Fargo. Early registration is highly recommended. For more information, visit the website at nd www.me.org or contact Rob and Angie at 701-347-1998. All right, up next, the Fire It Up Retreat in Watford City, North Dakota, March 29th and 30th. Uh, Epiphany Catholic Church of Watford City presents Fire It Up, 
Um, it's a 2 Tim 4, as in 2 Timothy 4. 2 Tim 4 Ministries Retreat for All Ages, again March 29th and 30th. Experience the fire of Jesus' love this Lent. The retreat highlights include engaging and inspiring talks for all ages and all stages of life, whether you're single, married, old, or young. Powerful worship music, adoration, reconciliation, and prayer ministry. Opportunities for parents to pray with their children and have fun together. Now, there's a Friday dinner, a Saturday breakfast, and lunch that are provided. There will be a special area for children with a superhero children's track for kids ages 6 to 10 years old and a preschool track for kids 3 to 5 years old. Bounce houses and face painting, a scavenger hunt, carnival games, minute-to-minute games, and live praise music events just for kids. 5 p.m. Friday night, 9 a.m. Saturday morning, early bird pricing until March 4th. Go to wcepiphany.com for more information. All right, then we're going to move right along to Tony. Are you with us, Tony? Yes, hi there. Hi, hi Tony. Good morning. Tell us all Good about morning. your event. Well, we've got uh, local Knights of Columbus Council has put on a uh, fish fry during the uh, Fridays of Lent. This would be our 18th year that we're doing this. So. And, and where, the, where are you uh, at, Tony? Uh, in Babbitt and Ely, northern Minnesota. Okay. Um, we have uh, two fish fries in Babbitt, the first uh, two Fridays in Lent, and then the following four Fridays, we're up at St. Anthony's in Ely. Okay. And in Babbitt, what's the parish there in Babbitt? St. Pius X. Okay, great. Yeah. So tell us some of the details, if you wouldn't mind, about time and what's on your menu. Sure, sure. We start uh, serving at 5 o'clock, and we generally run until 7 and, unless the fish runs out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have uh, our own uh, our own recipe, battered fish, uh, mm. the deep fried fish. We make uh, baby red uh, potatoes, uh, some tater rounds, coleslaw. It's Bernie's coleslaw, one of our old members, his secret recipe. Uh, some bread. Uh, local women from the parish uh, bake beautiful, wonderful uh, desserts for us, and then we have beverages, of course, as well. And uh, the meal is $9 for adults and $5 for children ages 4 through 12 and free for the kids 3 and under. Very nice. Great. And if uh, if I want to, can I get it to go? Can I take, do takeout? Oh, you bet. Yeah, we also provide the takeout. Sure. Well, that's perfect. And Great. I also saw that it's all you can eat. Really? Oh, oh, you bet. Yeah, come with a <laughs> healthy appetite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when does that start again? Uh, oh. It starts this Friday, the first one at St. Pius Tenth at 5 o'clock. All right. All right, great. See you there. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Thank you very much. You have God a bless. wonderful day. You too. Up next is Redeemed 2019, the Made for Greatness Men's Conference in Fargo on Saturday, March 30th. Delta Hotels by Marriott Fargo. Um, The address is 1635 42nd Street Southwest in Fargo. Bishop John Folda of Fargo invites all the men of the diocese to join him on Saturday, March 30th at the Delta Hotel in Fargo for the Redeemed 2019 Made for Greatness Men's Conference. Is it in Fargo? It's in Fargo. Okay. Fargo. <laughs> uh, 
Going to be great dynamic speakers such as Bill Donahue, the creator of the Rise 30 Day Men's Challenge, Father Sean Kilcali, a former Army Ranger turned priest. We've got one of those in our diocese. We do. Uh, Bishop John Fold, of course, will be there, and they will unpack what leads to authentic greatness as men. Uh, early registration is only $40 through March 10th. For more information, you can register or visit fargodiocese.org slash redeemedmen. Again, fargodiocese.org slash redeemedmen. Or call Brad Gray at 701-356-7903. Again, that's in Fargo. That's in Fargo. (laughs) Moving right along, A Blessed Marriage, the message of the Beatitudes Lenten Retreat, will be held at St. Francis de Sales Catholic Church in Moorhead, Minnesota. This couple's retreat leads couples through a reflection on the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter 5. The retreat is appropriate for married couples of all ages as well as engaged couples and singles. The retreat will include an afternoon of reflection family let's see by Deacon Mark of Ministries of Matt Marriage, I was going to say magic, family <laughs> and respect life for the Diocese of Crookston. The retreat begins at 1 p.m. All are invited to stay for Mass. Cost is $10 per person and includes the cost of dinner. For more information, go to www.stfrancismhd.org or call the parish at 218-22... Here, I'll start that again. Call the parish at 218-233-4780. And that wraps up today's 10-minute and 20-second tour. <laughs> uh, this is a regular feature on Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event featured, please call Brandon. Do call Brandon. Brandon would love to visit with you. Absolutely. 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature your event. All right. It's time for a warm-up. Joe's up next, and we'll be giving us hope that this too <laughs> shall pass. We'll hear what he has going on right after this quick break. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local. That's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. RPR is looking for an enthusiastic marketing director to help with overall marketing efforts. You'll be a key part of the development and execution of marketing plans to reach targets from brand awareness to mission promotion. This position requires a visionary and creative individual who can take the lead and focus our marketing for RPR activities and create a unified approach for the network. Degree in marketing, communication, or related field preferred? For a copy of this job description, email tonya at yourcatholicradiostation.com or call 877-795-0122. If you felt God's call to serve the church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. 
The church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the church. Apply by April 1st to umary.edu slash serve. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're broadcasting live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We are your hosts for Real Presence Live. Yes, we are. Happy Ash Wednesday, everybody. Happy Ash Wednesday. Lots going on this morning, but we're going to move on to my favorite segment. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Uh, We have Joe on the line. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Glad to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, it's hard to believe. Um, we're going to be talking about fishing this morning and not ice fishing. Not ice fishing. Not ice fishing. Hopefully not, not ice fishing. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, where, where are you at and what are we going to be talking about today? I am based, excuse me, I am based out of um, Bemidji, Minnesota, and we're going to be talking about the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic which is Northern Minnesota's premier charitable walleye tournament. What makes it the premier charitable walleye tournament in Northern Minnesota, Joe? First of all, we, we worked Joe's really there. hard to have a fantastic tournament, absolutely top-notch everything. Uh, our prizes are fantastic. And not only that, but it is a true community event. We'll have well over 1,000 people attend our event wow. for the weigh-in and all the different family activities we have going on. Uh, so the whole atmosphere, not to mention the great fishing, uh, really elevates our tournament. It's really well regarded, and uh, we're looking forward to putting on another fantastic show this year on June 8th. Awesome. So June wh- 8th. June 8th. Let's, sp- let's June. stop and dream of think that. Of, think about that, listeners. June, June 8th. <laughs> Hopefully the ice will be off the lakes by June <laughs> in northern Minnesota. Um Joe and I, I were talking. We were, we were talking about that uh, a little bit. How there have been some years where you've been a little bit worried about that, Joe. But we've always, you've, always, it's always come through so, for you so far, right? That's right. You know, a couple of years ago, we had uh, we had ice that was went off just before the opener in mid-May. Uh, that's about as close as it's gotten. By June, we're doing pretty good. The fish are still hanging on tight, uh, but uh, we've we've got a good history of good weather for our tournament. So it's pretty clear just listening to you, Joe, that you're passionate about fishing. What do you love most about it? Oh, so many things. You know, I love the nature part of it. I love, um, you know, being able to, to try and figure out what the fish are doing and to try and catch them. Uh, but probably the best part for me and why I love being a part of this tournament is the camaraderie I get when I go out with friends mm. to do fishing. Um, mm. You know, we've got a good set of friends, a large group of friends that I fish with every year, ice fishing actually for the most part. Uh, most of them happen to be Knights of Columbus. Uh, but we get together every year. There's at least a dozen of us that show up. Uh, we do a three-day weekend up on Red Lake and Lake of the Woods. And it's, it's, we do good fishing, but it's more about us getting together and mm-hmm. uh, just having that time together to really um, be with each other and, uh, you know, just, Share that time. It's it's one of the best things I look forward to every year. So if this tournament is in June, why are we talking about it 
in March? That is a great question. The reason we're talking about it now is because registration is opening up to the public this Friday at 8 a.m. Um, so if, if you're a competitive fisherman and you've got a partner and you're interested in getting involved in one of the best fishing tournaments in Minnesota, this Friday, registration starts on our website at 8 a.m. And they go fast. So oh, really? So be ready to go. Oh, yeah. Is that the reason um, why you open it so early, Joe, because of how quickly you fill up? Or? Well, that, that's part of it. You know, the, when you look at the walleye tournament circuit, a lot of the tournaments are trying to fill up now because our anglers like to know which tournaments they're going to be fishing which weekend okay. as your summer fills up. Hmm. Uh, so we're, we're kind of in the midst of that with everybody else. But, yes, we do fill up early, and it's good for us to know, um, you know, know that we've got our brackets well before the tournament starts. Sure. Um, so that's the way we run it. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Joe from Bemidji, Minnesota, about an upcoming uh, Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic uh, fishing tournament, and that'll be in June. And you're opening up registration on March 8th, um, and it fills up very fast. So um, where can they sign up for that? You can go online to register at kcwalleyeclassics.com. Um, I recommend there's a little sign-up button in the upper left. Sign in first before registration even starts uh, so your information can be preloaded, and then you can just uh, put in your credit card and all that sort of thing to make sure the registration goes through once it opens at 8 o'clock. Okay. Um, so it, <clears throat> it, it does go quickly. No guarantee it'll fill up as quickly this year, but last year we were filled up in about 24 minutes. Um, wow. After it opened. Mm, so, that's yeah, crazy. We, uh, <laughs> it's a little crazy, but uh, we have a good time. A lot of our anglers love coming back. And we do let last year's anglers kind of uh, register before it opens for the new anglers. Um, so, those folks have already registered, and the spots we have left are for new angling, new teams. So, we want to get people in there. We want to give them a chance to participate in this great tournament uh, led by the Knights of Columbus, but involving a lot of different charities in the community. Yeah. Um, and what kind so, of yeah. charities are benefited by this event? Well, we've actually got 11 different charities that, uh, that benefit, and they all benefit because they participate in the, in the tournament. You know, if, if the Boy Scouts want to raise money through this tournament, they're there helping us man the docks and make sure the fish get uh, released because this is a live release tournament. Um, so our, our list of beneficiaries include the Knights of Columbus, Wounded Warrior Guide Service, Fishing Has No Boundaries, the Mitchell Youth League Baseball, Boy Scouts of America, Special Olympics, All Code Dads, which is a KT-led initiative in Bemidji, uh, George Palawa Foundation, Take a Kid Fishing, Let's Go Fishing, and the Minnesota DNR. Uh, wow. So all of those entities are, are making good money. Some of them, it's the biggest part of their budget for the entire year. Wow. So um, how, how much money have you brought in in the past then, the, in years past? Well, last year was our biggest year ever. We gave out over 65000 across the Bemidji community wow. from the nice. tournament last year. Um, wow. So we're, we're really proud of that. We're working hard already to bring all of those uh, sponsors back and um, uh, just working hard to make sure we've got a good tournament again this year. Where is, where, where's, where's the tournament held at, Joe? 
It's held right on the lake from a deep waterfront. So if, okay. if you're just interested in checking it out and you happen to be in the Bemidji area, like a lot of people are in the summer, we really encourage you to stop down on the 8th, uh, especially in the afternoon. The anglers will start coming back about 3 o'clock, and uh, you can uh, see the big fish going across the big stage. Great. So is this an event that's open to anybody then? It, it is open to anybody. Um, you know, definitely the public, we encourage them to come down and see it. We've got uh, great food vendors. We've got a lot of family activities that we work into the event, so the whole family can have a good time with uh, bumpy houses, face painting, uh, fast pitch tournaments, all those sorts of things. Uh, we really make it a festival type of event. Wonderful. All right. We'll give out the information one last time. We're running out of time here. Um, and when they registration opens? Registration opens this Friday uh, starting at 8 a.m. You register online at kcwalleyeclassic.com. And uh, you and 18 mates would be uh, one of the 100 boats that would be out there on the water starting at 7 a.m. on June 8th. Very good. Great. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Appreciate it. God bless you, and we're looking forward to those uh, sunny, warmer days. I know. I think we all are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. It's hard to believe we're talking about fishing. I know. I'm I'm good with that. Well, and not ice fishing again. We're talking about fishing Fishing. on, on the water in boats. I don't think it'll be warm enough to swim, though. Mm, well, not not in Bemidji, at least. Not in Bemidji. Is it ever warm enough to swim? Wow. <laughs> yes, Heather. Yes is the answer to your question. That sounds like a really fantastic tournament, and that's exciting that it yeah. fills up so fast. Yeah, that is great. So, well, all right. Thanks to Joe for being on with us this morning and sharing his fishing tournament. It's time for the last break of our day. Are you still on the fence on what you should be doing for Lent this year? Father Paul Timmerman is on next and will be sharing a great idea on what's worked for him in the past. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live. Local. Engaging. Live. On the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio. Did you know the signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming? Have you ever thought about running radio spots on the RPR network? We want to partner with you to help gain exposure for your business in front of a very faithful customer base. To find out more about your options, please call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labarade Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. The Wanzig Family Foundation has proudly supported the mission of Real Presence Radio since 2004. With their help, we've been able to continue spreading Jesus Christ's message of hope throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. 
The Wanzik Family Foundation is dedicated to supporting Catholic initiatives and programs, like our weekly local show, Real Presence Live, heard on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, with the encores on Saturdays. Thank you to the Wanzik Family Foundation for being a part of this family of faith and hope. Father Braun asked me if I consider being a deacon. I said, okay, I'll think about it. So I went to a meeting, and uh, for two years I actually prayed about it. Even coming back from the lake on a weekend, I spent two hours by myself in a car and prayed about, Jesus, are you going to tell me not to do this? Please make a sign that you don't want me to be a deacon. Well, I figured no sign was a sign to do it. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He just let me do it. So I got in the program, and and for about uh, seven years, I did formation and became ordained about uh, three years ago. It's been actually a wonderful trip, making us closer and closer to Jesus Christ. And we could never do this without him. And I got to be honest with you, uh, when this radio station started in 2006, I believe, I started listening to it. And I learned a lot about my faith on this radio station. If it wasn't for this radio station, I wouldn't be sitting here today. And that is the honest truth. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now, back to the show. Good morning, I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. We're your hosts this morning, broadcasting to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we're heading into our last interview for this Ash Wednesday morning. Two hours has gone, uh, almost two hours has gone by very quickly, Heather. Very quickly. It, it does when you're having fun, Dr. Bergwald. Of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have on the line with us now Father Paul Timmerman from the Diocese of New Ulm. Good morning and blessings on your Ash Wednesday, Father Paul. Good morning. How are you doing? We are well. We're doing well, Father. So, Father, I know that oftentimes for me, I've gotten to today, Ash Wednesday, in any given year, like, oh, shoot, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for Lent. It's already (laughs) Ash Wednesday. Oh, it's too late. But it's not too late, is it? No, no. So, yeah. Yeah, if, I was just say. So, if you're somebody who hasn't hasn't yet figured out what you're going to do for Ash Wednesday, Father Paul's got a great idea for you. Father, mm-hmm. what, what's your idea? What did you discover last year? Sure. Um, so, like, it's always good to do something in prayer, fasting, almsgiving. And uh, last year, um, I was reading the National Catholic Register and I read a, an article, and um, uh, it, and it were um, it was talking about this threefold fasting. And um, and uh, I think it's Father Roger Landry, and uh, and so it's a simple thing, uh, but also where it's throughout the different parts of the day where it hits you. So um, so threefold. The first uh, part is to drink mainly water, and so um, like uh, normally I would have a glass of milk with my meals, but um, and for this form of just a, a glass of water and or drinking water instead. I could still have coffee in the morning, or you know, and put milk with my cereal. But otherwise, with my meals, just mainly water. And mm-hmm. so, um, then uh, secondly, um, where it was uh, a fasting from condiments, like um, on on food. So like salt, oh. pepper, <sighs> um, butter, ketchup, salad dressing, mayo, things like that, and. Um, and I like ketchup, so um, that was and so that was good. Like just a constant reminder. And then thirdly was uh, fasting from snacks and desserts. So fasting from snacks uh, between meals and 
and uh, from desserts at meals. And so, yeah, that's the threefold fast of drinking mainly water, uh, giving up condiments, and um, giving up uh, sweets and desserts. Wow. So, Father, with, with the second one, condiments, actually Heather was talking about how she's uh, she she might be giving up, or you are going yes. to give up salt. 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 But it's, not yeah. just, it's, it's all condiments. My question, Father, though, is we, we had a um, uh, earlier in the show heard from a couple different Knights of Columbus about their fish fries. Does this mean no tartar sauce with my deep fried cod? <laughs> if you're doing this uh the this threefold fast, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. I, would, I was feeling quite special with salt, but all condiments. Well, now think about that. Yeah. 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 So did you try this yourself? You, you read the article by Father Roger Landry um, yeah. last year. Did you did you do it yourself or did you just discover it then? Yeah, so I discovered it but then uh and I and it just really stirred my heart and uh and where it was talking about like um, Pope Benedict had called us to like a radical conversion, um, you know, like that Lent's not just about making minor course corrections, but like just a radical and total conversion. And so mm. it really stirred my heart, like to do something radical. And, uh, um, and so I preached on it. And then I was also realizing like after Ash Wednesday, like, oh, like I need to do this now. <laughs> and, uh, like as I preached on it and it was really good. Yeah. So I, I did it last Lent and, um, and uh, it was good. As a, it was a constant reminder throughout the day. So it wasn't like so much like feeling hunger pangs as it was saying no to like self-denial uh, and saying no to even good things uh, throughout the day. Um, yeah. Because you have to be really intentional with that kind of thing, yeah. don't you? Like, especially I think of uh, the joking aside about about um, tartar sauce, like the condiments. I think Heather was talking again earlier in the show about how just quick she is to grab the salt shaker. So the the thing that is intriguing to me, Father, about this this threefold fast, like you said, it's not so much about being hungry, but but about being intentional in your penance, in your mortification, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it was just, it was throughout the whole day, and I really appreciate that, because if I'd given up, like, say, um, snacks after supper or something like that, I only really was experiencing going through something after supper. <laughs> right. Or, like, if uh, if I was giving up snacks between meals or from desserts, it was only during those particular times. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, by, by this one, I just felt like where it's, yeah. Throughout the day, just as in little ways, um, say, denying myself, and so that then, um, like being able to uh, be, say yes to the Lord more, and like in, in being uh, freed from my attachments, and, and uh, um, yeah, and hopefully uh, becoming uh, um, more generous with the Lord. Amen. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Heather Caro. And we're on the phone with Father Paul Timmerman in Montevideo, Minnesota, in the Diocese of New Ulm, talking about the threefold form of fasting that he discovered last year, tried last year. Um, and, and so is, are you taking this, this on again this year, Father? Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, to be clear, this is, this is a daily fast, not just a Friday fast during Lent, right? Um, yeah, right. And except for like, uh, my understanding of Sundays is as their solemnities. And so, yep. uh, we're not, uh, we're not required to fast on solemnities. And so, but yeah, like, uh, Monday through Saturday, uh, is, well, um, how I've, 
I've done it and uh, will be doing it this year. Can you speak again to, you already touched on this, but I'd like to hear uh, you say more about it or uh, talk about it again. Uh, the difference from this form of fasting from other forms of fasting that maybe you'd tried or undertaken in prior years. Sure. Um, yeah, like sometimes where I do more like um, uh, something where it would be like maybe on Fridays just bread and water and yeah. uh uh, or something like that, and we're really experiencing, like, hunger um, and uh, uh, the hunger pangs. But it was just, like, on Fridays that, that I was really going through this and, and uh, this form of self-denial and such. Um, and uh, and so the nice thing I experienced with this was it's just, like, a constant reminder uh, throughout the day and uh, just, in, just in little ways of form of self-denial. And it was cool was um at the beginning it, it was like uh seemed pretty overwhelming <laughs> yeah. like not using creamer in my coffee um because yeah, i always use like really sugary creamer um and uh and by the end of lent where i realized actually i don't need that sugar in my in my coffee and uh which was a, a big surprise to me um but like yeah at the beginning just it seemed really overwhelming of all these different things and where in the uh course of lent and by the end of lent we realized there was different things where, like, hey, I could really do without that. Like, I don't, I don't need that, and um, um, and so it was a freeing experience. And um, um, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Well, and listening to uh, your threefold form of fasting, it's making me um, wonder if there's listeners out there, and I'm going to include myself as one of those who feel like you're maybe not doing enough. I mean. The thought of giving up salt and then you're doing all condiments. How does one know if you're doing what is asked? How do you know you're doing enough? How do you know what is too much? Do you have any advice on that? Yeah, I, I think it's important to bring it to prayer, like and, and you know, and asking the Lord, um, and uh, asking the Lord what He's calling, uh, calling you individ- uh, personally to to do this Lent. He knows your heart. He knows you. Uh, what's going on in your life? He knows your health um, um, as far as what's uh, possible or not uh, possible, and um, and so I think that's really critical is is bringing it to the Lord and um, and asking Him, and then I think also yeah like and in, in, uh, um, asking Him to help us to respond generously um, and uh, in this desire like in the today's first reading to. To return to me with your whole hearts. That's what we desire, is to, to turn to the Lord with our whole hearts mm. and asking the Lord to help us to be generous in our response. Amen. I love that. Well, and I've been told that if you don't involve God in it, it's pointless. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. No, that's a good point, where it's not just like me, uh, this is just something me doing mm-hmm. to um, to impress God or um, or what, but rather, yeah, it has to be uh, something that we pray about, and um, and where we it'll make us also rely upon God, and and it's also in the context of, like I said in the beginning, prayer, fasting, almsgiving. So it's not just fasting. Uh, we have to to beef up our prayer and to also be very intentional in almsgiving. Um, and so it's not just a matter of me giving up something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. 
Very good. Any last thoughts for our listeners before we let you go? Um, blessings to you as we begin, begin this season of uh, Lent. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I always look forward to it as, as it's a time where I think it's just so natural in our hearts where we want to turn to the Lord with our whole hearts and uh, where we recognize things have cropped up or creeped up in our lives and that are holding us back um, from giving them ourselves completely to Him. And so blessings to you as we, we enter into this uh, blessed season. Amen. Great. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you. God bless. God bless you, too. Have a great day. Bye. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. That more was a, challenges. More challenges. Great, great segment to end uh, today, though, on yeah. Ash Wednesday. Um, again, if you haven't uh, thought yet about um, what your oh. Lenten penance will be, I think what Father said about take it to the Lord in response to your question, Heather, yep. too much or too little, yep. um, bring it to the Lord, but but maybe this would be something that you could specifically ask about. Lord, is this is this a penance that I should take on this year? This Again, water um, at most of your meals, no condiments, um, and then no snacks. snacks or desserts. Yeah, at any meal. So Wow, quite the challenge. Okay, yeah. Gregory, how are you? I am doing well. Um, just as well as I Lent? was. What? What are you giving up for Lent? Um, I'm probably going to give up like extra computer time um, that doesn't involve work or school. Oh. And then also kind of like Father said, beef up my prayer life a little bit. So, Do nice. you think they would let me give up computer time? <laughs> well, even if it involved well, work, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think that one works. I don't, unless you know, unless you want to be homeless for <laughs> Lent, you can't give alms when you're out of a job. Either, so you know. All right, Gregory, tell us what's going on in the next show. All right, so our host <laughs> tomorrow will be Monsignor Schumacher. What is it like to run a major business with international clients while maintaining a strong faith in God? Paul Steffes of Steffes Corporation in Dickinson, North Dakota knows. He'll share his experience as a business owner. And do you know someone with limited means who has no access to prescription drug insurance? We'll That's going to be Heather soon. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we'll share how One Catholic Charities program has literally saved lives when it comes to helping people get their prescriptions for life-threatening conditions. And Dr. Beverly Everett of the Bismarck Mandan Symphony Orchestra will stop by again to talk about their upcoming event in March, featuring a local talent that you may know. All this and much more coming up tomorrow on Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Very good. Thanks, Gregory. Thanks, Gregory. Yeah, no problem. All right. So we have a lot of challenges put before us. Yeah, and I think it's to your question to Father Heather, I think um, in times past I've taken off, I've tried to bite off more than I could chew, like mm-hmm. I was unrealistic. But then I sort of yo-yoed, if you will, or the pendulum swung too far the other way, and I, I just took uh, on too little. So yeah. uh, too little, too much. We want to go for just right. And the best way to do that, as Father said in answer to your question, is to pray about it. And pray again, it's it. not even though Lent's begun, um, it's not too late. Again, I think his his idea would be a great thing to consider. Yeah, well, and I want to encourage everyone to attend Ash Wednesday Mass. It is a great opportunity for people who are Catholic, not Catholic. Everybody can receive the blessing. So, Amen. happy Ash Wednesday, Chris. Happy Ash Wednesday, Heather. Thank you for tuning in to Real Presence Live. Hope you have a great day. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.